Hello and welcome once again to another podcast episode of Two Men Talking. Those two men being Stanley and Fred, their discussions may make you laugh, may touch your heart, sometimes may even drive you a little crazy. One thing's for sure, these two continue to talk. Controversial conversations that never end. Hello, I'm Jordan Rich, and today, Stanley and Fred compare notes on the impact of the recent pandemic. Changes to our lives on many levels, some simple, some complex. Stanley, what's your take? So many books will be written about this pandemic and the effects. It will be analyzed, digested, talked about. Uh, So I think what Fred and I are doing today is we're sort of talking a little bit about it as we see the effects. We'll come back in a year or two and review because I think that the significant effects will only take effect for a year or two. Today, um, in the Times, there was an interesting article about how the effects of the pandemic uh, affected children, their math and reading scores. They're far behind, and the article said the they don't know if it'll get better, and it may get worse. They had home study. They lost their friends, the ability to be with their friends. They were home, confined to the house. That's significant. But I would say, I just want to relate this a little bit to myself, how I felt. I don't really know if it affected me too much. So I tell you a little story. I had a woman who worked for me for 12 years. She took care of my wife, and uh, she said she won't be in. She called me. This was as the pandemic was going. She was sick, and she got taken. She went to the hospital. She didn't feel well, the emergency room. And it turned out she had uterus cancer. So I said, Marlene, I mean, don't you get checked? Don't you go to a gynecologist? Well. I go every year, but I didn't go the last year because of the pandemic. So I felt that's something that really was significant, that here was someone, lovely person, who just said, well, so this year I won't go to the doc because it's the pandemic, it's hard to get an appointment, and who knows if the doctors were giving appointments. It's unfortunate today that woman is dead from the spread of that cancer. That affected me um, personally. Other than that, I will say I'm walking every day on the phone, got vaccinated. We had a a club was closed for a short period of time, but you had to show you were vaccinated to get in. The trauma of the pandemic, I don't think really affected me that much. It did affect people who were isolated, who developed depression, and found it very difficult to be confined to the house. Fred, you want to throw something in there? I think there's been some very significant paradigm shifts as a result of the pandemic. Certain people have lost faith in institutions. We were told, if you wear a mask, uh, it doesn't make a difference. Then we were told to wear a mask, it does make a difference. We were told if you got vaccinated, you wouldn't get COVID. And then we found out that even if you got vaccinated and you got the boosters, you still got COVID. So again, a loss, a loss in the confidence and trust in our officials. You had some people that did get vaccinated and then you had groups of people for lots of reasons, could have been religious, 
could have been conspiracy beliefs. I, I don't know what it was that didn't get vaccinated. So you had a, a separation of groups, conscious and unconscious. Then you had depression, people who ha- were locked down and didn't have access to uh, friends and relatives, people that were in nursing homes. Their children couldn't see them unless they did show up and they saw them through a window. Young children who have to who develop based on expressions that they see on, on people's faces, uh, the mask required for young children to wear for a long period of time. I think that uh, we'll find out that that had an effect on the development and some of the uh, skills of our children. Um, I, I also believe um, the, the divorce rate uh, went up as a result of COVID. If you think of the summer of 2020, that was also the summer of COVID. Crime rose, significant demonstrations against authority. Lots of people were working remotely. They got checks from the government. I'm not saying that's good or bad, but I am saying the paradigm shifts as a result of COVID have had a negative effect on society. And our intellectuals will uh, write about that, will tell us about that. And uh, I think we're going to be surprised that we're not out of it yet. Look, cities, families that had businesses, restaurants, bars, sandwich shops at the base of buildings, when people didn't go to work, those families could no longer make money. They couldn't support. Their, and these were family businesses. The tax base in a lot of cities like San Francisco and New York, which is affected by real estate taxes, which is affected by uh, the income the buildings have, that's gone down considerably. So um, yeah, there's been significant paradigm shift due to the pandemic. Some of it, we're conscious of it, and some of it's really subtle. Fred, you said more people divorced as a result of the COVID. See, yes, Stanley, I know someone I'm very close with. He and his wife rarely spent 24-7 together, except when they were on vacation. And then these families were forced together because people stopped going to work. And then the reality of seeing what your spouse is really like sets in. And in many cases, it's not positive. I speak to a lot of people. I'm single now. I'm divorced. And it surprises me how many people are divorced. Uh, I think COVID affected relationships in interesting ways. Some people have probably brought them together. And for some people, it, it, it moved them apart. Yeah. What about marriage? You think more people got married as a result of the COVID? No, I don't think so. Because a lot of marriage ceremonies had to be put off because people couldn't gather. I know a good amount of people, friends that I have, their children were going to get married and they, my niece, she put her marriage off for a period of time. Look, it's cemeteries when people passed away. You couldn't have more than 10 people in Connecticut uh, at a cemetery. Look at what it did to the hospital infrastructure. Here, hospitals were burdened as it is, and now hospitals uh, have to treat people due to the pandemic. So how the medical institutions treated people, that's a paradigm shift also. Probably positive. I don't know. Do you think people became more religious as a result? Aren't there some houses of worship that you could not assemble at? Wasn't that a big issue for some people? Yes, it was. But you could go to a uh, salon or something, but you couldn't pray. I don't know. 
But you could pray in the salon. If they, went, <laughs> they went right in the church, they pray in the salon. Here's a question for both of you. With all the stuff that's happened, and it's been impactful in so many ways, on a personal and on a national and international level, do you think, both of you or each of you think, that uh, we have learned lessons from this and that we will be prepared for the eventual next crisis of similar note? Fred? At a prior podcast, I had made a comment that only one president ever had a plan and talked about a possible pandemic, and that was Bush number two, I think in 2007. And I knew that because someone said to me, hey, one president, and would you know, guess who it was? I never would have guessed that it was Bush. And that was 2007. Were we prepared? No, we weren't prepared. We had to buy our, ma- our masks from China. So no, I think history repeats itself. I don't believe we learn from, we necessarily learn from our experiences. Human nature is you remember certain things and certain things you forget. It's good to forget certain things. Certain other things you shouldn't forget. Stanley and I were talking before coming on the air about the 1918 flu epidemic that wiped out 50 million people. Does Fred make a good point, Stanley, that people do forget? And many of us never knew much about that because it wasn't really covered in the history books. I don't know how many people are really interested uh, in learning. So we never learned, as you and I talked about, the 1918 flu epidemic. There were approximately 600,000 Americans who died. And it's interesting because I was interested in that. Most of them were over 65 years of age. And it was a the results between that and the end of World War I were absolutely traumatic. I, have no, I had no knowledge of this. We weren't taught about it, as you said. And what are people going to forget about this? You know, I was listening to Fred. There's a lot of what he said that I forgot about the terrible circumstances in the hospitals, that there were two people, and one was young, they were both on respirators, and one was young and one was old, and they didn't have enough respirators. The doctor had to make the decision, and the poor old guy they had to use that respirator, so he died. Um, so this is not a fantasy story, I'm telling you. This is, this is fact. Fred mentioned about the hold um, for the aged, the enormous amount of, of percentage of people died in those homes was unbelievable. They didn't get any care at all. I myself sort of lost track of those facts. Are people going to remember those? Are people going to think about it? I don't think so. People are glad they got through the pandemic and their children got through and they'll move on. Will there be another pandemic? Absolutely. Will we be prepared for that pandemic? No. And we won't be prepared because we won't have Dr. Fauci. But it just... Um, Oh, wait a second. <laughs> so, um, I, I, Fred, I don't want to hear negative remarks about Dr. Fauci. No, but it wasn't he the guy that told us we don't need masks. Then he told us we did need masks. Then he had two masks on. Then he said, if you got vaccinated, I, I, I'm not so sure. I'm asking. Then he said, if you got vaccinated, you wouldn't get COVID. And then uh, people who got vaccinated, including including Fauci 
got COVID. So um, I don't know if... uh, You're absolutely right. No, this was Fauci who said that. I think that was following the remarks of the president who said, don't worry about this, it'll go away. I don't want to get too deeply involved in that. Everybody makes mistakes, but we won't remember. Um, No, we won't remember. Even I forgot some of the facts that you said. I was glad you brought them up. The paradigm shift that took place that uh, in our behavior that's still with us, we work from home, we work remotely. I don't think that is psychologically good. I think changing environments is good. No, no. But guess what? It's easier to work where you live than it is to commute. It's these subtle paradigm shifts which uh, are rooted in, in human nature, which are connected to wanting to be in the comfort zone instead of making sacrifices, delaying your impulses so you can have a good future, a good tomorrow. Those are the things that I'm concerned about that linger as a result of the pandemic. I love it when I uh, meet people and someone smiles at me and goes, oh, I work from my apartment and I'm very effective. Well, that's really good. Fred, you're talking, to the, you're talking to Stanley, the guy who's a big fan of the four-day work week, right, Stan? The investigation of the four-day work week shows that it's very effective. Canada, England, New Zealand have all done surveys and are very enthused about the 32-hour work week. Now, when you say to me, you met this woman who works from home and she's very effective. That no, no, she, is, I don't know how effective she is. No, no. How productive. No. She said to me, oh, I love it. I get to walk my dog. My husband's in yes, the Yes, yes. That woman may the be room. Right. <laughs> That may, woman may be a lady of the street and she's working from home. <laughs> <laughs> but, let me tell, but let me tell you this. The result of this pandemic has given the travel industry a boost. Yes. Because whoever you meet, anywhere I go, and I say, so what are you doing this summer? Oh, we're going to Italy. We're going to Ireland. We're going to France. The world is traveling. Unbelievable. So, Stanley, I'd like to, here's my final statement. You're saying the world is traveling. People love to travel. Traveling is about being out there. It's about going somewhere. It's not about vegetating in Europe or your home. It's about meeting new people, having new experiences. It's all positive. So life from the womb to the grave is an evolutionary experience. And evolution is forward motion. It's moving forward. It's moving from New York City to a vacation in Martha's Vineyard, to to a vacation in the Caribbean, to France, to London. So yeah, that contradicts the lockdown and the stay-at-home mentality of, oh, it's great working for my apartment. Anyway, that's my final. But no, no, you make such a good presentation, you may get offers from travel companies to come and work for them. If I do, you're going to come with me. <laughs> I'll be right there with you, at your side. You've been listening to Two Men Talking, controversial conversations that never end. 
the podcast geared to men, women, and everyone in between from 20 to 100, anyone who loves living life to the fullest. You can subscribe and download Two Men Talking wherever you get your podcasts. And Stanley and Fred would love it if you left a multi-star rating and review. We thank you and hope you too can find time to walk with a good friend.